Dumpster Divas, welcome to another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix Hamlet. We are here to dive into the reality TV that made us, well, the garbage we are. I know that's right. And expect like a mix of throwback recaps as well as chats about what we are still watching today. Tom, are you ready to get into it? Let's go. Hi, Nor. Hi, Tom. What's up? You know, just, uh... Talking shop about Microsoft Teams. <laughs> <laughs> we were having such a profesh conversation before we were, this. We were talking about our, our real life jobs. <laughs> this is a new background setup for you. Um, is or, it? Well, or, no, so... you, do you usually face a different wall? So I used to, my desk used to be on that side. Very good for people who are listening on an audio medium mm-hmm. about what we're visually seeing. My desk used to be on the other side, and then I switched my desk to face the window. So when you, I used to record before, I think everybody used to see the window behind me. And now I need the sunlight because depression. Depression. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I wish my desk faced the natural light. It faces away, and I have to always have a light on when I record. But I feel like I feel, it feels so dark. Like I have two ring lights on right now. Yeah, I'm the only, I see your ring lights reflecting in your beautiful spectacles, but um I I'm like the only person in the planet who does not have a ring light. <laughs> you don't have a ring light? I've never when I used to do when Chelsea used to do her like Instagram lives, right? Mm-hmm. Or like even when you guys have done your Instagram lives. You just sit in front I of used a to, window? Oh no. Tom, even more janky. First of all, don't have a ring light. Don't have like a phone. Oh, I know what holder. you did because I remember this. I used to open up a Google just like a blank Google page, just a white page in the back of my laptop. I used to paperclip, paperclip, uh, paperclip onto the top of my laptop and then lodge my phone on top of it. Mm. I make money. I should be able to just buy a ring light and hold it. It's really, well, so actually the ring light I have, so this is a, a life hack. So there is this ring light that Brian has that is meant actually for, uh, photo- like taking photos of food because yeah. if for those that don't know my my partner is um, a baker mm-hmm. and um so it's like built it's not built for um the face okay. like it's like it has a holder on it so it, you can take photos with the light like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah like a buzzfeed video but i use it as a ring light and it has a really fun adjustable arm and it's like the most convenient ring light i've ever drop that link baby i know i need to ask him what it is the only thing is i don't i don't i don't have one that i can connect a phone to which is okay which is like i mean i haven't needed to use a phone but i have some tiktok ideas right guys right now i'm like i'm like (laughs) have nothing going on at work so i hope no one ever listens to this that i work with but i've literally just been laying in bed staring at the ceiling thinking about like maybe today's the day i tiktok I mean, we post on TikTok, but that those are not really like TikToks. They're not like mm-hmm. trends. Mm-hmm. I have this idea for one, but I don't know how to put it together. And maybe we can talk, you know, freely here on the pod about it. But I want to make a TikTok about what it's like to be named Tom in the midst oh. of Scandival. And I feel like there's mm-hmm. a lot of like fun humor there. But I just don't know how these kids pick up the phone and just like start. Yeah. I'm like, or do you have a script? Like, I always no. I'm like, that. I need a writer's room. Like, I mean, the writers are on strike right now. Like, I can definitely pay someone to like write something for me. Like, I need a writer's room for this. Like, I can't do this on my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
um, the youth, very, very resourceful and very talented. Well, they just can apply. Th- this is something where I struggle is like they can really uh, apply their ideas like right away. I need like they can just say like, I have an idea. Let's do it. Like yeah. I need to like sit and think about why it's the worst idea I've ever thought of before I act on. Like I need to have self-doubt. I need to have the like they have no shame. None. I and think you that's know something else, else is- that I wish I didn't have sometimes shame. Yeah, I also think like they're uh, one thing that I am always shocked by and I don't know like how they do it. But, you know, the girls that are like uh, it's not just girls, it's guys, too, and non-binary people, people who go online and like their their videos where they're very informative, like actual informative videos. Mm -hmm. And they're talking a mile a fucking minute. And they're also doing like a skincare routine at the same time. I know, but they don't have a script. They don't. They're not because they're not good. They're not. I I can't imagine they're good enough to also read a script while they're doing all of that. They're just like free form. I mean, I could probably talk about some random Bravo thing for an extended period of time without a script, I guess. Yeah. But these people are talking about like sociology and like, you know, world news. And I'm like. I, I can't even talk about we are them on talking very about it different without... TikTok circles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean algorithms. I'm on my what is my my current TikTok algorithm is a lot of um a lot of <laughs> I get a lot of like what I eat in a day as Ooh, a person yeah. that doesn't diet. I get a lot of yeah. have you seen those? I love those. I love those. Those are fun. They're great. They're a little also, weird. Like in terms of like what are we doing here? I like it because I, you know, I'm a recovering person with an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. So, like, I love it because I'm like, yeah, please eat that ice cream for breakfast. I love that. So. That's aggressive. I mean, I don't know that that's like <laughs> something people should be doing, but. People can do whatever the fuck they want, Tom. They can if they want <laughs> <laughs> arteries. <laughs> Um, we can't no, get into it right now. <laughs> no, we can't. I'm also on. Um, I mean, do you do you know, do you know Jasper? I don't know. I'm making a video. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay. Huh. Ja- I also like yeah. Jasper like, is. I, do you know? Yeah. Okay, I'll just explain. Jasper is this doll that looks kind of like Cynthia, the doll from Rugrats, like haggard. <laughs> if Cynthia like went on Drag Race, like she has like makeup on. <laughs> Like, she has, like, eyeshadow and, like, <laughs> lipstick askew and hair, you know, all amok. Um, and this Dorinda woman, as a doll. Honestly, yeah, that's a great <laughs> way of explaining it. But this woman, like, almost, I think there's a level of ventriloquism to it because she, like, has conversations with this doll. Mm-hmm. And she, of course, has her own voice. But then the doll speaks and you can't really figure out who's doing the voice of the doll. But it's not added in post. Like, it's not like... She's not having the conversation again in post. Yeah. She, but the doll talks like this. <laughs> it's so funny. Brian and I just scroll Jasper videos. All day. And one thing that Brian and I say to each other all the time that Jasper says, Jasper goes, you piss me off. <laughs> Jasper sounds like, I don't know if you watched Jersey this week, but Jasper did, sounds like that sadly. lady. Teresa's like trainer that came up to Melissa at the end of the bridal show and was like, Melissa, that was fucked up. There. Oh, I didn't get there. I didn't finish it. I, I was actually just watching it. I'll go I'll go dive into her. Cause I, <laughs> wait, what does she say? Keep saying, what does she say? She went up to Melissa and was like, because Teresa does at the end of her bridal shower, does like thank yous and obviously does not mention Melissa at of all. Not. Um, honestly, because Melissa's not fucking involved. And so 
this trainer, this lady who has like a, you know, she's got like a three name name, like very New Jersey. She's like a three name Italian right. name. Stephanie, Melissa, um, Giovanni or something yeah. like that, like <laughs> something ridiculous. Right. So she comes up to Melissa and was like, Melissa, I feel for you. That was real fucked up. You know, <laughs> she goes, I would need that. Like, that's messed up. Well, she should have mentioned her sister or law. She should have mentioned your name. And then Melissa's like, yeah, you know, it's okay. Like, I don't even really, I don't, honestly, I don't even deserve it. It's okay. And the lady goes, well, I would deserve it. Cause you know what? I'm a satch. <laughs> Dolores and Melissa are like, you're a what? She's a sat, a satch. And she goes, you know, a Sagittarius. Oh, you know, I identify with Sag. I, I'm double Sag. <laughs> actually, I get, actually, I really identify that. Identify with that. Her being like, no, I'd be mad if she didn't say my name. Because I get like that. Like, we'll be in a work meeting and someone will be like, call out people who like did well this week. And I'm not there. And I'm like, I do well every week. <laughs> Why didn't you yeah. say my name? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's also just needy people in general, because I'm a Virgo and there's really no reason for me to need that. But I also am the same way. Are Virgos needy? Um, Secretly, yes. But also like massively people pleaser and like very good at everything they do. <laughs> Perfectionist. Okay, flex. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce's a Virgo. I, I, I do know that. <laughs> September 4th. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I, I can't. I can't. I, I can't get into Jersey, y'all. I mean, I, I watch every episode, but I, I can't. I just don't care about it. I've been struggling with it. And I'm saying this as somebody who recorded for an hour yesterday with Donnie talking about Jersey for my podcast. What did you talk about? There's nothing we, to talk about. That's the thing that I don't we, even know where to start and end with it. Well, we took a detour. Well, Donnie to... probably revealed some darkness about his childhood where like <laughs> no. someone, he knew someone who ran a pizza parlor somewhere who like asked him to like <laughs> do something inappropriate as a kid. Like that, that's where like things that Donnie always goes. Like you're like, wait, what? <laughs> no, no, no. We took a detour into diners and okay. pizza fries. Okay, so sure. It was I mean, delightful. Let's, yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. never had pizza fries. Oh, God. Do you know about pizza fries? I mean, I'm assuming there's marinara and mozz on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so Donnie revealed that it is uh, only like a Jersey, Pennsylvania and Maryland thing. Like people don't know about pizza fries. Well, I learned about a whole new there. There is a whole other like side of American cuisine when you cross yeah. the border into PA. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until I went away with Donnie and he was like, have you had a schmeckerschminking blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, what the hell is that? He's like, oh, it's a meat pie where you like add sour cream. I'm like, what? Where are we? Like, there was like a type of meat that you can buy at uh, grocery stores that I'm like. Speck. That, that. Yeah. What the fuck is that? It's like spam. It's like fancy spam. I mean, I don't think anything about PA is that fancy, but well, speck is like a it's like a, a a meat that I've even seen like chefs use. Okay. Yeah, it's a fancier spam. Fancier spam. I think it's like an Italian spam. You're saying this. You're saying it with like an accent or something. Spam. Spack. Italian spam. I'm uh, watching well, too so much Top Chef. I know. Can we just talk about it? <laughs> yes. Well, 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 you know, Kix is not here today. We're doing our What We're Watching episode uh, with Nora from the Reality Is podcast. Of course, you know who she is. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're just going to chat about kind of what's what's happening. And we are both loving loving Top Chef. Top Chef really never misses. The only 
miss for me sometimes with Top Chef is like when it dwindles down to the end. And yeah, because honestly, for the most part, I don't really care about the winners. I don't think that I have ever watched a single finale of Top Chef. Oh, well, that's weird. No, because I just don't care. Right. But in the winners often are the worst people in the season. Like, for instance, I, me, loathe Mm -hmm. Buddha. (laughs) (laughs) There's just a lot of there's a lot of things about him that I don't like. You don't like his molds that he came with? No. And like he's. He feels (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how to not be mean. He feels like a mouth breather to me. (laughs) <laughs> oh, 100%. Like, yes. I feel like he's noisy. He's just like. <sighs> <laughs> well, also, he's like a dork. Like, I know, but he's... I'm okay with dork. Dorks can be cute. No. So like Buddha, but like, okay. You know, it's like um, we will watch Bake Off, right? You watch Bake Off? No. No, Kate's I know the characters, I, but yeah. So there's, there was like Big Off's been on TV for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And now we're in the phase of Big Off where you have people coming on the show that watched it as like little kids, right? They're like, oh, I grew up watching Big Off and I, my dream was to be on Big Off. So it's like Top Chef is a similar thing. Like Buddha is a Top Chef super fan. Right. And he mentioned that. And I feel like that makes me be like, you're a fucking dweeb. Get off of here. Which is rude. Like, there's no reason for me to be mad about that. He has dreams. It's fine. It's not a big deal. But I just, like, hate him for it. Yeah, sure. He's also very entitled. Every time he wins, he's like, he has the Anne Hathaway. Who, me? Me? I won? I'm like, shut the fuck up. You are so annoying. I just want my potato girl back. I want my potato girl back so bad. That one episode where they did, like, home-cooked food or whatever, and they did, like, a whatever house party whatever the fuck that was and buddha served room temperature salmon i was like why is this man still on tv that looked disgusting (laughs) it looks like something that would sit in like a a bagel shop like under the you you know what i mean like in a deli where they have like the chicken salad that sits there for like days on end like that's gray yeah i i I don't know no no well i was i think australian because he's australian isn't he or new zealand yeah that them and the and the UK the Brits can sometimes have questionable tastes on food temperature and things like uh, yeah. that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Agreed. Uh, yes, I I concur. Yeah, that's why like the most famous or like the most beloved food in all of London is like curries. Because <laughs> right, because it's we not gotta, we gotta that fix this. Made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we haven't really talked about your London trip, but um, you went to uh, what's it called? Um, what's it? Dishoom. Dishoom. It's so fucking. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved it. I made a reservation for Dishoom before I even confirmed my flight. Yeah, no, we made ours like s- truly five months in advance. Yeah, you, you have and, to. And yeah, it's we were so also good. a group of. Yeah, it's so good. We were also a group of seven people, so I was like, we need to make that resi because yeah. that shit books up quick. Was um, it prefix at that many people, or was it was it so no, like order whatever you want? No, it was whatever everybody wanted. But it's just so good, and it's, it's not so like. So it's like for me, I'm Pakistani and I can always tell the difference between like Pakistani food and Indian food. And it's just like, it's not like one is better or whatever. I think like Pakistani food is more like herbaceous Mm -hmm. and Indian food is a little bit more like punchy on like spices. Mm -hmm. And so what I really liked about Tashum is like the, it was like a perfect mix of the two. It was like punchy, but also herbaceous. I I sound like Gail. 
I want to go again. But see, my <laughs> family is not as um like adventurous and like trying things as I am. Like they like want to yeah. stick to certain things. But I was like, we got to get, we can't just get, we're not going to come here and just get like chicken tikka masala. Cause that yeah. is not, some, that is even like, um, that was a dish made much later. <laughs> yeah. That's right. a dish made for white people. Correct. I was like, we got to try some stuff. So I don't remember everything we got, but I want to go back. Um, and, and I, I want to go and have like them, like just, I'll be like, I eat blank, 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 blank. Mm-hmm. bring whatever you think is best for that you know yeah because it's yeah. not try shit yeah we ordered pretty much everything off the menu and we were delighted it was so good so good mm-hmm. I, i'm surprised they haven't gone there in um in top chef yeah um so there is i saw in the preview like when i watched the trailer there was a woman i forgot the name of a restaurant which is really fucked up but <laughs> There's a woman, there's a, I think, I think it's an Indian woman, um, but she has a kitchen, she has a restaurant in London that is like really, I think she was on, uh, what's it called, Chef's Table. She has a kitchen that is fully run by immigrant women. Like she has an entire business run by immigrant women. And so I think that I have seen in the preview for like the entire season, Mm -hmm. um, I have seen that woman featured. So I feel like they're going to feature her. Um. I think with Dishoom, I think because maybe it's too popular now. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like they need to do some sort of like, you know, at least like Eastern challenge where they dive into that food. Because if that's not something they do very often, I feel like, like identifying that culture and having you having the chefs like cook that type of food. um, I think it'd be so fun. I want to see it. Like, I want to see everyone try that because it's so popular there. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm surprised that they haven't yet, but maybe they're saving it for later. Who knows? Can we talk about Padma on Sports Illustrated? Oh my God, that booty. First of all. She is one of the hottest human beings on this planet. It's not fair. Also, I I have been in a weird, and this is a very straight thing I'm going to say. I've been in a very weird, um, like, hot ones cert, like pit where I just watch hot ones like when I'm like doing random shit. Uh-huh. Just because I, I love hot sauce, and then I also, they do a good job of interviewing, and like yeah. it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Her hot ones is great. Have you seen it? No, I want to get into hot ones. I think you'd love it. it. It's at first you're like I don't want to like it because I forget the host's name, but he's just like a random white straight guy, and you you want to not like him, but he's actually yeah. very very good at what he does, and like does extensive research on these people and like asks really fun questions and yeah it's also fun to see people sweat but padma has like can essentially hang for all of it yeah. she's like this is yeah. easy let's go also she's just so sexy like watching her Everything suck she down says a bunch is hot. of chicken wings yeah <sighs> oh my god i love that she just fucking eats yeah and i don't mean that in the way gen z says they mother was <laughs> she eating ate. mother ate Mother left no crumbs. I can't. I need people to stop saying left no crumbs. And because Bravo, like accounts, like like corporations say, like I saw a Bravo post the other day saying, like this trailer is leaving no crumbs. I'm like, no. I actually am gonna jump out of window. No, I hate it. She's mothering. No, she's not. She's stop not mothering. It. And I actually, I I do calling people mother is funny to me, but I don't need people like. Elizabeth Olsen, have you seen that clip of Elizabeth Olsen being like, I don't understand why I'm mother. Have you seen that? <laughs> yes. 
I don't need them to know. It's so it, it's like I wanted that to be something we kept in like the in gay Twitter. It didn't need to like escape. Yeah. But now yeah, it's in the I, hands of like corporations being like I'm fucking she's Megan so Trainor. mother for this. <laughs> yeah. Megan Trainer, the weirdo. She's making she songs a loser. about it. She's she's like a she's a worse. Did you see she's her like baby book a, coming out? Her what? She's like a baby book coming out. Who cares? I know, but the t- it's like TMI on being a mom. I'm like, bitch, you have Nobody shared cares. so much with us about you shitting next to your weird ass husband from Spy Kids. Like, I can't. Yeah, there also said recently there was like a something that leaked or not leaked. She was on a podcast and she said that his dick is so big that she like, can't like, take the whole thing in. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, I know one of my friends from college went to prom with him. I should ask her if his dick's that big. Yeah, I don't think it is. He doesn't have. We've talked about face cock before, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. He doesn't have face cock. He, to me, his dick wouldn't. I wouldn't see him face on his facial features to have a large penis. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's not the case. Yeah. Or maybe Megan Trainor just can't take dick. Yeah, maybe she just got <laughs> like she, a. She should go get go to like a. She needs an expander. Know. Yeah, she should go get an expander. No, for real. Like she should go and do some exercise. There's a physical therapy for that. There is something so funny to me about him having like a very below average dick. And she's like, it's so big. I can't walk after her. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, Megan, honey. Babe. Babe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, who do you want to win Top Shop? Mm, good question. Um, I obviously am biased to Ali because he's very hot and also because he's Arab and uh, he's, and so hot. he's Muslim and I like that. Um, but I would be fucking thrilled if it was Victoire. I love her. I actually think she's a good chance. You don't like Gabri. Why not? I we I don't not like Gabri. I, love I do him. like I like Gabri. I'm I'm still a little bit upset about how he spilled water into Don's food on the, like the very first episode. She deserved it. I can't stand her. <laughs> you can't? I feel no, like No, she pisses no. me off. Oh, she's a little I mean, she's got a lot of emotions. I feel for her because her season she lost at the very end and the guy that won turned out to be like an absolutely problematic piece of shit. Like the guy yeah, who sure. won was like, but once like again, a okay, sexual assaulter. I, I, I totally she's still <laughs> been on more TV than him and is more of a name than he is. Like the win itself didn't her not winning didn't really mean anything. I just I will never get over how she's been on the show so much and still has no understanding of time management. None. And because <laughs> and that is a big pet peeve of me. Time people who don't understand time management bother the shit out of me because I'm like, yeah. we have the same hours in a day and we, we all figure it out. So you should figure yeah. that out too. Yeah. You've been. Yeah. She's think about how many challenges she's done. Like you, you know what you need to do to get shit done. Like yeah, manage your time better. Manage your time better. And I you agree. wouldn't be getting water spilt in your vegetables. No, that was all Gabri. <laughs> but I love him. He okay, I like him a lot. I really love him. Um, the one episode where they again go back to that challenge where they did like home cooked food or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he said something like, I think they were supposed to be doing celebrating their holidays, right? So he was like, I'm celebrating Dia de los Muertos <laughs> or whatever, because my dad died, right? And we're like, Oh, okay, that's very sad. But he was like very upset about that. Well, it was challenge. just funny because he was like, I don't like holidays anymore. I only like one holiday, and that is Dia de los Muertos. (laughs) Yeah, we're like, okay, relax, Gabri. Deep breaths, babe. 
yeah exactly um but i do like him i love his energy um, I, I, I just i fell in love with him when he was like he he described everyone in the kitchen as a bunch of dogs on a boat and he's like have you ever seen dogs on a boat they're like Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you're right i mean he's adorable he's Listen, so funny i want gabri to like take out fucking german tom oh my god I can't stand that little Netherland piece of shit. <laughs> German Tom. I don't think he's, is La- he German? I think he's yeah, like he's- Swedish or like. No, he's German. His accent feels a little more, doesn't feel as German. T- I mean, you're probably right. But he I, is German. <laughs> I just to me, I I associated him with like Amsterdam or something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. To me, it all blends into one. I'm like Dutch, those are German, very, whatever. No, those aren't close to each other. I mean, Germany is called Deutschland. So I feel like. <laughs> Is Switzerland in Deutschland as well? No. Where is Switzerland? Switzerland's it's its by own country Swiss, Swiss, next no, to I France. know it's not in Germany. I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can never remember where you know where everyone is. Yeah, it's just generally white. <laughs> There's right. mountains and shit. Have you been they to Amsterdam? Don't... I want to go to Amsterdam really. Oh, no. should we go together, me and you? Let's go and get a little hey, high. Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, I've been to Austria. Which I feel like at that point I've been to Germany. Yeah. You know? I would can I just say I would love to go on a vacation with you because you are so organized and you Good. are such a planner. Thank you. I and would... I would I my my dream is to go on a vacation with somebody who's super organized where I don't have to think about anything because I'm usually the person who plans. Well, what I like to do is plan it all. Like not at all, but I mean plan like the the moments, right? Ahead of time. And then mm-hmm. when, when you get there, chill and yeah. hit the things that we planned. And if someone has an idea to do something else, we do it. But like, let's, let's do it. Like let's picking a thing a day. You're like, this is our thing today. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Give me some dates. I have so many weddings this summer. I can't even oh, talk about God. it. Oh <laughs> God. Me too. <laughs> I have five. No, we can't do it this summer. Five. Five and three of them are in a row. Oh, September, I have it's one, two, three. No, yeah, it's crazy. No, thank you. Um, so Top Chef, yeah, it's good. I'm loving it. It's well, amazing. It's, it's funny. It's You're like, what? What is there to say on a podcast about Top Chef? I don't know. Like, I don't know how the Crappens guys really cover it. Um, well, they're hilarious. But well, the yes. other thing I want I want to note about German Tom is like last episode, he was like, "Oh, I traveled from here to here to here to here to here." And we're like, okay, and the way he described it, and like generally, I feel like he's murdered people, and like that's why he needs to leave. Like he's just got like a he's got a con man energy. To he him. does, does he not? No, he does. He he doesn't have murder Suey because I don't think he'd Suey. I think he just murder. He just murders <laughs> and he gets on his backpack and goes to a new country and, and has zero like, remorse about it. Yeah, exactly. I think the reason he didn't want to butcher those uh, lamb that rack of lamb was probably because they'd be like oh based on how well he's butchering he's probably butchered humans like he, it would be too obvious uh, you you know you bring up a good point <laughs> yeah um, um who went home wait, wait who went home this past time Shab- shabril 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 oh yes that made me sad but did you watch last chance kitchen i did yeah we did oh yeah we texted about it because yeah. potato girl was killing it for us yes and that fucking canadian dale anybody coming on a television show with like a you know like an eccentric mustache can go fuck themselves you think 
I'm trying to think yeah. of anyone else who has eccentric mustaches. It takes a really strong personality to be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to grow like those points at the end of my mustache and twirl it like a villain from <laughs> black and white silent movies. Yeah. Like if you have a mustache that looks like you tie- tied people to train tracks, maybe don't come on television. Yeah, and he seems like one of the meaner Canadians I've ever experienced. I thought Canadians were so very nice. So the both of the Canadians, I feel like, feel a little bit mean. Who's the other Canadian? Nicole. Oh, I hate, I can't stand her. <laughs> I like yeah. her because she seems a little passive aggressive. <laughs> she's so rude. She's so rude. I'm like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> she's always saying something mean and then like kind of chuckling about it. <laughs> I, yeah. I <laughs> But but um, I'm having a good time. It's a great. I mean, Top Chef really never misses. It never misses that episode where they made food that you are only supposed to eat by hand. I fucking loved it because I love a handheld food. Yeah, I do too. I thought that that was really smart. Can we can we talk about Vanderpump Rules? Of course. Did you watch last night? Yeah, I finished it this morning over coffee. Oh my god! That, so I there are certain shows I like watching. Um, like that. Like I actually prefer watching Succession in the morning because I feel like I'm more like awake, awake, and can try yeah. to decipher what it means to sell a business. Um, mm-hmm. When at nighttime, laying in bed, I'm like, what is happening? Although I just say we're getting to a point in Succession where I can't. I, like, can we just sell the business? Can we just do? Can we figure it out? Oh, well, uh, Tom, I would love for them to sell the business, but babe, the show is called Succession. It's not called Sell the Business. Well, what's going to happen is it's becoming very clear to me how it's going to all end. Yeah. Shiv is what's... going to become a part of Alexander Skarsgård's crew. Yeah. He's going to purchase the business. Shiv will be um, HBIC. As she should. Right. I mean, it makes because... more sense. That, that has to be those... how it ends. Because those two dickheads don't know what the fuck they're doing. And I'm getting actually frustrated with Roman because he is like my favorite <laughs> character. And he, the <laughs> way he's on this firing spree is really pissing me off. Well, he's spiraling because he's, he's not spiraling. giving himself time to grieve. He Maybe he should schedule 20 minutes to grieve uh, throughout the day like Shiva. He should go spend Dia de los Muertos with Gabriel in Mexico. <laughs> 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 Wait, one other thing about Top Chef is that that guy, Amar, uh-huh. he always talks about himself being like so old. He's like, I'm an old guy. I'm an old guy here. I'm the old guy. He's 40. Yeah, I know. But... um. What's what's the guy's name that you love? What's his name? Ali. Ali is like 27. Okay. So? That's 13 years younger than him. Yeah, but like I don't think that I don't think like, a lot of the people there are 40. No, of course. But like he acts like he is a thousand years old. He acts like he is older than Tom and Padma. Like relax. You're 40. Like you're not 187. He looks bad for 40. I'll have I mean, to say. he does. I was shocked when he said he's 40. I was like, like I thought really? he was like near 50. You're born in the 80s? That's shocking to me as a person born in the 80s. Yeah, no. He like the, yeah. the fact that he's like less than five years older than me is yeah. alarming. Yeah, no, I, I agree. You don't look anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> All right. Just to confirm with you in case you went into that spiral. <laughs> no. Um, Vanderbilt rules, though. So, yeah. You know, we're finally getting somewhere that's good. We really no. are. Yes. And it's, I mean, it is delivering on all cylinders. And I asked myself, I was watching it this morning. I was like, do you, do I, would I have been as enthralled if 
we didn't know everything that went down. I think I would be. I think I almost would be more, to be honest with you, because I would be asking myself, like, is, are they fucking? Yeah. Yeah. And the way I, I just fucking love Lala and James. I hate it. I hate that sometimes I just get mad at myself for loving them because they are anti-heroes. They're not great people. But no. Like her breaking down the whole timeline of what happened while Ariana was away. Yeah. I mean, incredible. And um, a friend of mine was asking me, she was like, I, um, I just don't understand why you like James. She was like, I really need you to walk me through it. And I was like, you know, uh, like when you go back, Mm -hmm. when you watch everything first way through, you're like, he's such a dick. He's so mean to everyone. When you go back and watch it, he is mean. I mean, him, <laughs> well, I know you and I both laugh about it. Him being like, I see everyone work, have been working on their summer bodies. I understand that that's body shaming. Unfortunately, it is. <laughs> it's so funny. It it's is funny. But the thing about James is he always says, he very rare, he very rarely or maybe never dives into untrue statements about like, what's happening in the friend group or him and Lala always suss out exactly what's going on. Exactly. Yes. They are just honest about themselves. But we were bamboozled because of Stassi and other people to think that like they were in the wrong and the good guys were Stassi, Kristen, Katie, all of them. But I'm like, I mean, uh, I was a, I mean, I have to say I liked Stassi when I was first watching it, like back in the day, like I thought she mm-hmm. was funny. I was like, Oh, team Stassi. She makes sense. But then like when you go back and revisit, you're like, wait, Lala and James literally called every single like scenario out. Yeah. hundred percent. And while I've some loved- of it is mean and really should not be said to people, it's not wrong. Yeah. I liked Lala up until she got a PJ and then she started sucking up to like Stassi and Kristen and like, right. you know, the we- the witches of WeHo. That was my issue with Lala. But I've always loved them from the beginning because they are the antiheroes and they're not wrong. They're always right. Just not about themselves. Like Lala is really good at like, you know, calling out all this shit that she's saying about like Tom and all that stuff. But like you, she still not great at like assessing her own life. You know what I mean? Like she's no, not honest yeah. about her own life. Yeah, she doesn't have so. self-awareness because like yeah. she can't see where she has been wrong. And neither yeah. can James really. Yeah. That's where they them. do. That's where their faults live. But I just, the way that they both like are so <laughs> unafraid to call bullshit out is like admirable to me. Also, James is um like somebody who laps up like gossip, which I think is really fun. And he's so fun to like, he seems like a person who would be so fun to shit talk with. Like last week that watch what happens live. Um, it was so good. It was one of the best I've ever seen where he's talking about how he like texted with Ariana and she was like, he was like, which Tom? And she said, mine. <laughs> and Tom goes, and she said, mine. <gasps> I was like, Tom. Oh, sorry, James said that James yeah. said, which one? Right. It's just, I love him. I love I him. He's, There's he- nothing to dislike about James except for when he's being terribly like last season he like got in a fight with (laughs) with lisa's son whose name i'm forgetting max (laughs) over over splitting a pasta or something or splitting a salad yeah i love him (laughs) and then he's crying he's always like one fight away from crying when i'm sorry y'all he cleared 
Schwartz. Of course. So easily. When he was yeah. like, you <laughs> you got engaged at Rockin' Riley's or whatever. I was like. Yeah, fucking Rockin' Riley's I, on sunset. Like. <laughs> Your poop hole at Silver Lake restaurant. Um, 100%. He's so good at clearing shorts. And shorts is such a garbage fucking piece of shit because instead of getting mad at james he just gets mad at like lala and katie because he's a misogynist right. and it's easier for him talk to about a mouth breather you know he stinks oh he fucking stinks somebody on the internet said schwartz dresses like somebody who forgot their whose luggage got lost and then they had to dress in whatever clothes <laughs> were available at like the gift shop at the airport and that's pretty accurate that's accurate he is yeah. the embodiment of what happens when you drink too many when you drink too much honestly like he yeah. looks like you could pop if you pushed a needle in him he would like shoot beer out of his pores yeah and maybe some meth or something yeah he he is in ways to me harder to watch on this than sandoval because sandoval is like the villain but yeah. schwartz is so it's so kind of you're kind of asking yourself like how much does he know? How much does he not? And he know at this point he knows. Yeah. And for him to say those things to um, Raquel about that thing he said at the the glamping where he's like, Tom, be stay away from Raquel because she's after Taken Man or whatever that was. Yes. I'm like, sure. It's like that. It, it, watching that back after all of this and knowing that you know. Yeah. It's a game. It's like a game for him to like play yeah. with the, how fun it is to know that he's fucking Raquel in front of Ariana. Like, yeah, like it's. I actually think he is getting enjoyment out of it. I think that there's also a little bit of like Tom has always been on Schwartz's ass about Schwartz's relationship with Katie, and I think that in this situation, Schwartz gets to kind of like make digs at Sandoval for being a shitty person to his girlfriend. And yeah. I think that he's getting a little bit of enjoyment out of it because these people are psychotic. Like even honestly, at this point, I 100% do not believe that Tom Schwartz was even there hanging out in the jacuzzi. I believe it was just Sandoval and Raquel and they've just like thrown Schwartz into the mix just to say that he was there. But I don't believe he was there. I feel like he was at the house, like literally snoring mouth agape on the couch while they were like in the jacuzzi and like well he and, was here and, and then in, in the, the bedroom fucking yeah 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 oh yeah exactly. they fucked all night long oh, she the, when she showed up to sir that day she looked like someone who just gotten railed railed <laughs> yeah and i'm sorry the fact that your partner won't you know be intimate with you because they're going through depression and um uh grief and all mm-hmm. that is not an excuse to break up with them. That and if that is something that you feel, then I think that you are a deeply bad person. Yeah. And also, uh yeah, well, all of those things are true. And also you didn't break up with them. <laughs> you just fuck somebody else. He's such Who's a bad guy. He's such a bad guy. And he's such a bad liar. Like what at the end when Lala is like bringing up this whole thing about like him hanging out at that pool party or whatever. First of all, editing so smart to even throw in Sheena's vlogs. Yeah, Thank you, Sheena, for vlogging well, everything. Also, they talked about that actually when Jax was on Watch Heaven's Life because Jax was at that party. At pool party? Yeah, and they kept saying Jason. And I was like, are you talking about Jax? Did you notice that? No, I don't think that Jason But they is. wouldn't be. I guess they're not friends anymore. 
No, but I don't think that. But Jax was at the party. Jax was there is why I bring that up because he he was like the last time I saw him was at this party over Labor Day when he said it on Much of I Was Live with Britney. Like they were both there and they thought it was weird that they they said that they thought it was weird. I mean, granted, I'm taking Jax's word for this, but he he said he thought it was weird that Raquel and him showed up together that day. Yeah. Yeah, and it would make sense if that Jason, a.k.a. Jax, was to take Tom back because they live in the same neighborhood. Right. I know. That's what I'm saying. I I kind of feel like it was him. <laughs> Hilarious that, like, Bravo's like, we're not using Jax Taylor's name anymore. <laughs> like, the way they didn't talk about Stasi. She was like, I went, we got close at my friend's wedding in Rome. I know. Why? You know, I don't understand that. Like, why are we ignoring <laughs> that we we live in the world where they exist. I don't know, but I think it's funny because I'm sure that Jax is like, Oh, they're going to mention my name. And then they were like, Jason. Well, <laughs> you know, he and Brittany said on watch it Evans live that they were like, we don't want to be on camera for the wedding. And I'm like, in what world do you two not want to have a camera in your face? Yeah. You're saying this as you've like fucking been talking about going on watch what happens live like you're going to the goddamn met gala for like three weeks before they want to watch did you watch kristen i didn't watch kristen okay so i i did watch that this morning and she (laughs) i love kristen okay i'm Mm -hmm. i'm i'm not a kristen apologist i think she's an awful human but i just like i like to laugh at her expense yeah you're a doty doll I don't know about that. Like, I'm not going to defend her behavior, but I just love to see her. Like, when she's blackout and falls off a stool, like, I'm crying laughing. Like, when she's <laughs> when she's meddling in, like, people's drama, I'm lolling. Like, it's all funny yeah. to me. Yeah. I don't think yeah. that she's a good person, but. Yeah. She, literally first, Andy introduced them, and she's like, it's been three years since I've been here. Can you believe that? And Andy's like, <laughs> Andy's like. She's saying it as if like she's been on the show and just COVID and circumstances. Like I can't believe it's been. It's like no, baby, like you were like fired because of some really fucked up shit that you did to a black cast member on your show. I actually can believe that it's been three years. Maybe you should have been gone more. Yeah, yeah. And he's literally like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> but. She is someone I would like back on the show, honestly. I'd rather her than Jax and Brittany because I think she would at least, like, stir shit up. Jax is going to make it all about... Jax is already making Scandal mm-hmm. about him. Mm-hmm. So it's only going to get worse once a camera's in his face. Yeah, we... So it's so funny. They're like, we don't want cameras on our face. Meanwhile, so I don't watch Vanderpump. I don't watch any Bravo Live anymore. I wait until the next morning and I watch it in bed with my morning coffee because I watch it on Peacock without any ads. And, um, that is always delightful, but fucking, I didn't know this. I guess like Peacock, I accidentally clicked on it. Peacock the has like a thing. watch with Brittany and Jack's yeah. thing. Yeah. I have not watched scared. it. No, I accidentally clicked on it once. And I was like, what the fuck are these two doing here? And then I like quickly got out of there and got into the regular episode. Um, Wait. so it's funny that they're like, we don't want cameras on us. Like you literally have cameras on you watching the show that you use that you got fired from. It's a, it's a very weird move, right? To be like, yeah. let's ask them to watch the show that they're not allowed to be on. <laughs> Who cares about like most people would with. say pass. <laughs> yeah. Also in general, like I'm not a fan of the watch with. Epi- like, what is this pop up video? Like, I don't like it. 
I don't like it. I don't care about it. No, because I was never a, like, were you ever a, like, director's commentary person? No. Yeah, me neither. I never oh, get that. Like, I'm like, I don't want to hear Scorsese talk about Goodfellas while I'm trying to watch um, Harvey Keitel be, like, a little gangster. Like, I'm not, that. yeah. No, no, I don't want that. No. Let me just, it's also too much stimulation for me. Agreed. Now, this is coming from someone who can, like, literally listen to a podcast, like, write an email and have the TV yes. on at the same time. Right. But that is on my terms. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're um, actually distracting me from the Sudoku that I'm trying to finish while I'm watching Vanderpump Rules. Right, right. Agreed. <laughs> um, but did you see that rumor? There was like a sub article that came out about like they're coming back to the show. Did you see that going around? They probably wrote the article themselves. Yeah, probably. They're not getting back on the show. I think they what will. What are they going to do? They're not friends with anybody. No, they, that's not true. They're, they're not friends with Ariana. But they're, friend, they're friends with... Katie, they're friends with Lala. They're friends no, with Katie Tom Schwartz. Katie does not talk to them because Katie is best friends with Stassi. Oh, and right. They stopped talking because of the wedding. Yeah. And Kristen doesn't talk to them. The wedding ship sounds so... I would be annoyed with them. Of course. So for those that don't know, Jax and Brittany didn't go to Stassi's wedding in Italy because they forgot to renew their passports. Yeah, their son's passport, and then they made a bunch, of, and they didn't tell her until like the weekend of her wedding. In Rome. and you can get express passports, like in, like you, if you have to get it in two weeks, you can. You can get it the same day if you need to. Right, like you can figure it out. Like, yeah, if you cared enough, like you would have planned that out. Like they seem like those types of people that are such flaky. Like, and then they said on Watch What Happens Live, we sent them five hundred dollars, so they shouldn't be mad about it anymore. I'm like, hmm. First of all, I don't think it was just five hundred. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Who? But what are you losing by not having Jackson Brittany at your Italian wedding? I know. Of Can course. you picture the two of them in another country eating chicken fingers at like a local like like you know that they're not like going to nice dinners and stuff? Yeah, they're like, there's no corn in this pasta. How am I supposed <laughs> to eat it? <laughs> I actually had a delicious, it's so funny I said that, because when I was in Rome, like 10 years ago, I had the most delicious, like, sweet corn ravioli. That sounds good, though. Like, it, it was, was so inside good. of the ravioli. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. It was like a creamed sweet corn ravioli. Well, I don't think corn, I think corn is good on, off of, on, on the cob. Yeah. And then I do think that. It's good when it's like like that, pop, like like when it's whether <laughs> no well popcorn kind of is not pop is not corn yeah. to me. That's like a different genre. I, I'll get to what I'm saying in a second though. Like I like it in like cornbread or like or like if it's a mm. filling like a corn mm-hmm. filling. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should be eating corn just the kernels. Like I think it's weird oh. that people just eat like even corn salsa. Like I'll have it sometimes and I'm like, what am I eating? No. <laughs> No, like it's it just, looks the same when it comes out. I right, it. so why am I eating it? <laughs> Granted, it looks the same when it comes out when you eat it off the cob, but the cob <laughs> is, like, good. Like, it tastes fresh. When it's yeah. just, like, a thing of corn, I'm like, this is weird. So in America, like, American corn, like, I think it's a North American thing. Corn is sweet. But, like, in Pakistan, corn is, like, saltier. Mm-hmm. And so when you get, like, a corn on the cob in Pakistan and they put, like, so much, like, like garam masala and jat masala on it. Oh, God. Oh, but that sounds so good. It's so good, and it's not sweet. And so there's like, mm, 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 mm. I'm sure it's sweet in America because like people throw shit in it because of like no, but like corn is sweet in America. It's just I know, but don't you think that like 
we made it sweet so people would eat it? Like I mean, at I some point down the line when they're like manufacturing, like growing actual corn. Well, yeah. Also, because like corn is like the most. It, remember Gabri? He did an entire thing about it. How it's like uh, the transgenic corn. He was talking about like yeah. how most corn is like manufactured. It's like all fake, and real corn tastes different. And we should be well, yeah, valuing. Well, there's corn. that documentary about what is that documentary called? There's like a food documentary, which a lot of those are so scary to watch. It's like Food Inc. Yeah. or like one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like Americans, 75% of our food is corn. You just don't realize. Yeah. Like the High meat. fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Well, the, the meat is corn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the way things are made. Because they're overfeeding animals. Well, yeah. We don't need to get into we it. We can't. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. I, I. Where do we go from here? I mean, I, I do. Th- I'm a... I think we have like probably two episodes left of Vanderpump Rules. I think so. They leak that finale. Um, that poor. Trailer. Well, I actually don't feel that bad for them. I don't know who decided to do that. Part of me, part of me thinks the leaks come within because they yeah. want there to be hype. Buzz. But with yeah. this, I'm like, they're really they can't really get any more hype than they already have. So I don't know who filmed that, but they should be fired. <laughs> also, I think Bravo should not send screeners to anybody for this season anymore because I feel like. Bravo should try to make Vanderpump Rules more appointment television because right now it can be because everybody is tuned into it. Yeah. But Bravo makes a mistake, I feel like, by like releasing those like sneak peeks on their like website. Like nobody needs that. Like let's stop it. doing that. I Bravo. actually hate it. I yeah. And because I watch like seventy percent of the episode on these fucking sneak peeks that people share on Twitter, and I am going to click on it and watch it. I could scroll. <laughs> Yeah, I try not to, honestly, but then you just end up getting trapped and you're you're like, oh wait, I'm I'm I guess I'm watching this now. <laughs> I guess I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I guess I'm watching. Tom, can I just say oh, yeah, what? That little like TV thing that you have in the back. Uh-huh. So fucking cute. What is that? It's it's Legos. <gasps> wait, so um one of Brian's like he has too many hobbies that we're trying to dwindle those down a bit. Um <laughs> What he loves to turn hobbies into jobs. So like I'm like, let's mm-hmm. not like turn Legos into like anything. Okay. <laughs> but what he does though, I really like he create he buys like they have Lego flowers and Lego things that you can like put in your home that like look cute. We have I think four sets of like the Lego plants. So you put yeah. them together and then like I have one right behind the computer. Um and they're so cute aesthetically. They look so cute in an apartment and they're not, you don't have to water it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this one is a, the Nintendo is connected and you, uh-huh. you put the whole thing together and um, it works. Like you can play, a, it's a very remedial version of Mario, but you can literally play Mario on the TV, but it's all Legos. Oh my God. I want that because I'm a big um, Mario person. I fucking love Mario. You you do? Uh yeah. I just finished Bowser's Fury like last week. I didn't know you loved Mario. I will play any Mario game. I'm Did a you see Mario the fanatic. Uh yeah, three times. I still haven't seen it and I want to see it so bad. It's a great time, honestly. Like, is it like not a lot happens. It's terrible pacing, but I had a great time watching it. I don't care about pacing. <laughs> People were mad about it. They're like, it was a dud storyline with bad pacing and nothing really happened. Who Who somehow is friends with a dinosaur? I'm like, what are we doing? Like, (laughs) 
And Jack Black is like 10 out of 10. So I've heard he's really, really good. So I'm not so I'm funny. Yeah. Um, well, what else are you watching? What else am I watching? Um, are you still in Summer House? I'm not really fully caught up on that because I just don't care. I am watching Summer House because um, it's fun sometimes to watch somebody be so wrong, which is Danielle. Um, yeah, so that, that's an interesting twist in this whole thing, right? That like I really well because I have I do not really care for Carl and Lindsay together, and I've said yeah. that a lot, yeah. but. Danielle needs to let it go. I she reminds I know people like her in this situation yeah. where they want to um really involve themselves in like some people have this badge of honor, right? Yeah. That they're like I am the best friend because I did XYZ, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, sometimes being the best friend is keeping your mouth shut. <laughs> Yes. Like there are Absolutely. just times where that is what's what's needed. I think I think Danielle has plenty of reason to not like Lindsay and like be annoyed with Lindsay. Lindsay doesn't really seem like a great friend, but like you also know who you're friends with. Like my thing is if a person that you're friends with and that's your best friend has been shitty to other human beings, you know that she has the capability of being a shitty person. So don't be surprised when she's shitty to you because that's very much part of who she already was. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you have are to take people for what, monster. Well, you have to take yeah. people for who they are and you can't, it didn't matter if it was Carl necessarily. Lindsay would have moved fast with anyone that gave her like an inch, you know, you exactly. know I mean? like it wouldn't, it, it's a perfect storm because it's Carl and he is part of the friend group and, the only thing that I got really pissed off about though was I really hated when Carl was like, "Are you are you jealous?" I'm like, "Oh, that was so." I'm like, dumb. Carl, sh- literally, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like relax. That's not what it is. But somebody did pull up that this has happened in the past. Like apparently in season two when Danielle joined the show, uh, I think Carl was hooking up with one of the work assistants, and um, Danielle had said like, "Hey, I know what it's like to date Carl, and like I know that maybe he's like not a great boyfriend or whatever. So like I would just watch your back." And then the one of the work assistants was like, "Oh, Carl, she told me to watch my back or whatever." And then he was like, "I want you to stop telling people to you know stop getting involved in my relationship. Are you jealous? Is it because like you maybe still have feelings for me?" So I was like, "Well, you know, Danielle, maybe you should lay off of people who Carl is in a relationship with." Like, I think that you need to relax. She just kind of inserts herself. She she likes Always. to be the, she just likes to be like the moral center of a friend circle. And yeah, it's like, sometimes we don't need that, babe. And like, there's very good reason for why Lindsay and Carl should slow it down. And nobody is saying it. Like, nobody is saying, hey, aren't you like not supposed to rush into a relationship when you're like freshly sober? Right. I mean, the completely and he's still i mean this was like a year and a half two years ago but like he's still the combination of sobriety with dealing with like the way that his brother passed away there's just like yeah. a lot like you don't come back from that stuff quickly and like he needs time to be himself and yeah. um learn who the new because he, he when you become sober i feel like there's like you get to know a new version of yourself and you know, that looks and feels different ways. And I, I, I have to feel that like he needs time to like figure that out before moving in engagement. 
it just freaks me out. It's all way too fast. I don't, and I, and I don't, I actually don't see the need to get married right now. Like what is the, is it just to say that you have her? Like, and if that's the case, what that's, that's one of the big things about marriage that I never totally understand the point of is like, if there's nothing on the line, like financially, like, like Mm -hmm. I guess for them, maybe it's baby is probably the reason they want to get married. But I don't know. I just, I don't understand the rush of it. Like Mm -hmm. she can freeze her eggs and like still, you know, wait to have a baby for another two years. You know, there are options. I don't know why marriage is like, we got to accelerate so we can be married so we can have a kid so we can do this. We can do that. I don't know. I, I, I just don't, I really don't see the point of it. I think baby is very much in the forefront of her mind because whenever somebody asks about like what happened, why did you, why are you with Carl? Like, isn't this, she's always like, he said he wants me to have his babies. And like, that's what she always says. So I feel like that's all she's really focused on. And I also feel like, like when Danielle says, I think you guys are rushing into it. She never says why. Like, you know, Lindsay's like, why do you feel like we're rushing into it? I've known him for my whole life. And Danielle doesn't say, well, because he's freshly sober and he's still grieving. And like, what if you guys break up? And if you break up, what happens to our friendship? Like, she's not voicing any of that stuff. Instead, she's like, I'm allowed to feel weird. That's not a reason. You're not really allowed to feel weird. Like, it's not your relationship. No, whatever. You can't have opinions about other people's relationships unless someone is in peril. (laughs) Yeah. You don't. There's you just. Don't do Mind it. Mind your business. Yeah, don't. Like there, you know are, I know people that have partners that I'm not like all about. But guess what? That's not my. That's not my person, and that's yeah. not my relationship. So like, why do I need to be inserted in it? I don't. So I don't insert myself in it. Well, one relationship that I think we should just briefly talk about on Summer House is Corey and Sam, because <laughs> as you maybe saw on my Instagram, Corey yeah. transphobic and yeah. probably racist. Well, Probably, yes, definitely racist. Like birds of a feather, you know, go you to know clan Craigie rallies together. Feels the same, the same way. <laughs> yes, of course. And it's a lot of like <laughs> the women's rights, trans women in sports. Like it's just a lot of like stupid ass shit like I that. I actually was like laughing about <laughs> the anger people have about this woman who ran the <laughs> London Marathon. <laughs> Guys, the woman placed, uh, I think it was 1,620th. Yes. <laughs> but she beat some people. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> if you know anything about running like races, like I would say not, it's it literally 99.999% of the people will never win. Mm-hmm. Because that's not the point of it. Yeah, there are people that run it to win, and that's like of like the twenty thousand people that ran that marathon. Yeah, like, there are probably ten people that ran it to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and they like, probably did that. And they, they probably, probably were the did top well. Ten. And guess yeah. what? This woman just wanted to run a marathon to say that she ran the London Marathon. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Pe- fragility is. Is something, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And for so, for Corey to be so scared of Dylan Mulvaney drinking a Bud Light can, <laughs> girl. Girl. Take a look within, babe. 
so there's a scene in this latest episode where Danielle makes like uh, Danielle and Chris together make like a Latin night and they make like food and they're doing salsa dancing. It's really nice. And Danielle talks about like how, because Chris is also Hispanic, it's nice to feel like her, she can talk in Spanish and she can like be lean more into her, you know, culture Mm -hmm. and she's talking about it and Corey's quiet and they cut to Sam and Sam is like looks nervous like she is biting her lip and I'm like oh okay I think you both are probably on the same page like Sam is like 25 and likely you know one of those people that's like no I'm fine I'm fine with it it's just like what happens when you like go to a bathroom like isn't it weird guys like she seems like somebody who would say that right you know yes but I really wanted to like her I know me too. Cause she is funny. Like I really, I was she like, is. I was like, Oh, you kind of seem like a nice addition to this group, but I will say she doesn't seem like someone who's bringing up trans rights and on the first date. Like, I don't, no. I don't know that they maybe ever got to that conversation, even though they're yeah. together. Like people, straight people don't talk about anything. No, nothing. Like, my um, I don't know. I almost said their name. I <laughs> there's someone in my life, yeah, that um was with someone. Uh-huh. This is a straight couple. Uh-huh. They um were together and then were together during COVID, and I think they were together for three years. She didn't find out until they were in COVID that this guy was like a hardcore Trumper. They had been together for three years. How? Because they don't talk about it. Like, they don't talk about shit. Like, I really don't think, like, straight people, like, are down to, like, have conversations because they both, it's white straight people, like, just are like, well, we're good in this world. So, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just don't think think they're having those hard convos. I think it's also, like, it's not even just, like, white straight people. I think that when you are whatever you are and you only communicate with that same demographic of people like for example if you're a straight muslim woman and you are maybe a little bit conservative and then you are only around other conservative muslim people you're likely going to have the same like views and just like never talk about it and just assume you know like father and i are always we're always like a little taken aback by just how transphobic and homophobic some of the people we know are in our personal lives we're like my god but it's because you literally it doesn't come up right until i bring it up you're such a fucking monster. You're like, I'm such a shitster. Like, I so cheers. What do you think about uh, trans rights? <laughs> no, but but lately it's been coming up. I talked about this a little bit on my podcast, but like my um, I was invited to like a Muslim moms of Essex County, New Jersey, like WhatsApp group, and it was like, oh, like, a very like scary let's place. do activities. Not, not because of you know the culture or anything. I just moms in a big group together. Already bad out. idea. Yeah, bad idea. Granted, that's the so, format of the shows that we talk about. But yeah, so I got edited, and I was just like, okay, let's just see like what they're up to, how to get more stuff involved in your kids' schools, whatever. Like, fine, general. And I like, I am a very spiritual person, but I've never been part of like a particular community. So with now having children, I feel like I notice that about my kids, how they kind of want a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, but this will be a good way to connect with other like Muslim families or whatever. June is like two months away last month. And they were like, can't go to the library in June because of all that rainbow nonsense. And I'm like, it just went into a whole thing about like what you have to do and like stores and what to avoid and all this stuff. 
And I was like reading the messages to Fahad and he was like, why don't you just tell them that God is also super gay now because you saw a rainbow outside. So like, obviously the gay agenda is everywhere. I was like, no, Fahad, I can't troll them. So I just like left. But yeah, there's a lot of like a lot of that stuff. And then I just, I hate it. Or like, I will, you know, just like randomly bring up like just, you know, rainbow things just to see how people react. And it's usually poorly. <laughs> and then I'm like, explain yourself. Well, you what's know, the problem? The capitalism of pride and of a lot of different months and things like that. Yeah. Um, makes it to me sometimes makes it harder for people to get behind it. Like, because they're, they're yeah. just seeing like the, um, they're seeing the corporate version of it, not the like actual need yeah. for pride or the yeah. need for black history month and things like that. So I'm not defending then, them. I just think that sometimes it's like such a clouded, the, the reasoning behind pride has become so clouded even since like I became, um, ever, ever since I came out, like I feel yeah. like it's just changed and it's so, what are you doing? What, like, what are you doing to show that you like care about, you know, people in the community this year and it's like not it doesn't come from the same place of like i don't know showing support like (laughs) right sure so yeah at times i'm like it is kind of annoying (laughs) i mean i guess but it's just like but as a but i can say that i can say that yeah 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 but like those moms can't say that and they shouldn't say that because that's fucked up no i hate them yeah i hate those moms so i exited myself right there but anyway they uh, not to i don't know how we even got oh right Corey is a transphobe um yeah i don't need he that man made his way onto the reunion shocked well you know who well there's I mean, the transphobes are going to continue to slowly come out of the woodwork. Yeah. Because, um, what's her face? Martina is a, is a transphobe. Did, we saw that yes. one. Yes. Which that Our one first... is even more shocking. Yeah. I was like, huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, also, it's like, yes and no. Yes you and know? no, I know. Yeah. The Florida of it all. The rich of it all. The... the rich of it all. The Florida of it all. The entitlement of, like, I worked hard for my rights as a lesbian woman. And, like, now here's a bunch of men who are, like, coming in and, you know, making themselves <laughs> Meanwhile, women for I mean, my rights. <laughs> Martina, girl. Martina. Babe, mama. Babe. You are a <laughs> lesbian <laughs> yes. You are a like. Le- you could bench press me. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's actually crazy to me that you are like you would you would love to beat anyone in tennis, right? Like not even yeah. people yeah. in general. I don't know why you have this like this this idea that transness is bad, babe. Like you're a manly lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like the thing that I love about trans people or non-binary people is that they question what it means to be like they question what society expects certain people who identify a certain way to look like or to like it it encourages me to like look or think outside of the box of like why do I do the things that I do is it because I actually want to do them or is it because society has convinced me that me as like a woman or a mother or a wife like should be doing those things right that's what I love like about like the more I get to know like trans people or non-binary people right which is like something yeah martina should appreciate like mm, martina <laughs> right yeah, yeah i and when it comes to people like her i'm like oh you're just scared that yeah. people are 
live and honestly with everyone with Corey too i mean he his masculinity is clearly f- so fragile that he's so scared that's um someone who born a certain gender can like get in touch with like a, a an effeminate side of himself that speaks to where you're at yeah like exactly. that you yourself don't have the capability to like be like touch like get in touch with your effeminate side we all have effeminate and masculine sides of our personalities and the way we work that's just like what it, it is to be human yeah there's like a lot of moms who are like oh nowadays everybody is identifying as non-binary and i feel like it's just like you know confusing my daughter or whatever and i'm like well your daughter would only be confused if she has something to be confused about to be completely honest right which is a conversation you should have with your daughter um, because when I was growing up, I would have loved for people to say like, yeah, you don't have to be a girl in a particular way, or you don't have to be a guy in a particular way. Like I would have probably as a 12 year old identified as non-binary because it would have been easier for me as a girl with a mustache, like truly, because I wouldn't have felt so boxed in and out of place as a woman right. or like as a girl with body hair. It's like. Stuff like that. So anyway, people are stupid. Do you think Corey is attractive? No, I never thought he was attractive. I mean, I get the aesthetics and he's like hot. I mean, he's like hot and like a, I say hot, like I'm not into it, but like he has like an, he literally has like the body of Channing Tatum, but like, he's not like. He has the face of a person who's like misdrawn. He, he, he looks like a hell person. In the face. <laughs> yes. He looks like a person, like somebody was drawing a really good picture of a person a handsome man and then at the end they had to rush so they quickly <laughs> threw some stuff on you know that's the face that he has oh that's so sweet of you nor <laughs> <laughs> he has a misdrawn face he has, he portions was, he, are off yeah i like to say he wasn't fully cooked yeah <laughs> <laughs> could have spent a little more time in the cooker <laughs> um well thank you for being here of course. Thank you um, for having me. Yeah. Oh, and you get to be here for this announcement. Drum roll. <laughs> next week. This is the moment in the pod where we reveal what we're covering next week on the podcast. Um, so next week we will be chatting um, RuPaul's Drag Race season four, episode one. We felt like season four for many people. When I tell people to start watching Drag Race, that's where I tell people to start four, five, six, and then go back to the beginning and then kind of bop around. Um, before was kind of a big moment for me when I fell in love with the show as well as um, a good starting place for everyone. So I hope that uh, you all watch season four, episode one. We will be chatting about it with a very special guest who may have some insight on what it's like to be on Drag Race. Oh my God. So more, more on that later. Um, you can watch that. I believe it's all on Paramount Plus and Hulu. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nora, tell everyone where they can follow you and listen to you and all that stuff. I'm at the reality is pod. My podcast is everywhere. Podcasts are found. And I am talking about whatever's on Bravo and also currently succession. Fabulous. Yeah. Hey, we'll say bye to the listeners. Thank you for being here. Bye. 
Bye. That's another app in the books. Make sure to follow me at Tom Hamlet on Instagram. And you can follow Kix. At Kix Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. And make sure to follow the pod on IG at Dumpster Dive Pod. And on TikTok at Two Dumpster Divas. Rate, review, and subscribe to us and all the pods you love on your favorite app of choice. And we will see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.